Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. The texter is very funny, friend of the show, 1154, and we cannot read these on air. Nope. But I want you to know that they are appreciated, and I will retell these jokes in private company, presenting them as my own. Absolutely. Just brilliant stuff. All right, man. America's team is bringing back the greatest look in the history of professional sport. Give it to me. Okay, well, we all know the second greatest jerseys in the history world are the 70s, 80s San Diego Padres. I would agree with that. We got those back. Congratulations, San Diego. You did so good. The greatest football jersey in the history of the world is back this year. Let's go. Tampa Bay's creamsicle jerseys. LFG, baby. Go. Yuck. All is right in the world. Bringing it back just for Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask. What a what a moment. Who are those people? Okay, hold on. Watch your mouth. This is a big Baker show here. I'm a Baker guy. It's a Don't big get Baker me wrong. Program. I'm a pro Baker. A couple losers right here. Why they didn't have them like ready to go for Tom Brady. Can you imagine how many creamsicle Tom Brady jerseys would have been sold that year? Failed they were sold anyways. I mean, they definitely printed that one. Black market? No. The Tampa Bay if you, swap meet? Oh, you go to Fanatics right now. You can get that jersey. Fact. They literally didn't exist. Didn't matter. They were on. Still printing it. They were on like a three-year backlog. That's why they didn't have the creamsicle jerseys until this year. That's wild. It's crazy, isn't it? It turns out, like all that stuff about like um, inflation and all that stuff about like uh, like flow and all that. None of that was real. It was just a lie. It was just a lie to make more monies. There, Mm. there was never a supply chain issue. Shipping containers stuck in the ocean. It was just just uh, a lie. Manipulating the market. Yeah, isn't that wild? I mean, it's been happening for Ever. hundreds of years, yeah. if not thousands. Wild to me that like they took the jersey away that we would have bought for a hundred dollars two, three years ago, and now they're bringing it back, and it costs two hundred dollars, and we'll still buy it. Yeah, like, as a collector of jerseys, it's uh, yeah. it's on my yeah. on my list. Way to go! Okay, uh, unpaid advertisement here. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called DH Gate. Okay. Or AliExpress. I don't know what those things are. Yeah, not it. Yeah, no. AliExpress uh, is the original. See, there you go. AliExpress. Where you get the Fugazi stuff? It's not Fugazi. It's the same factories that make the jerseys for professional sports teams, and they ship them here to the United States. And then the whatever league makes the jerseys just puts their patch on it, and they're like officially made in the United States of America. That's sweet. It yeah. just takes about a month to get here, but <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. Zay's knowing about it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, that's how I got my Zeke jersey back in high school. Yeah, we're men of culture and sophistication. Ah, the culture. Okay, I forgot about the culture. <laughs> right? You keep kidding me with that every yeah. time. Greek yogurt. So it looks to me here like it's the creamsicle is back, but they're not going to wear it every day. Nope. Just two weeks this year. Is that correct? They last wore the jersey in 2012. God, they didn't wear it regularly since. They, did, I, they didn't make them. After 2012, because they believe in the Mayan calendar stuff. 
Yeah, but he thought the world was going to end. They're now just catching up <laughs> 11 short years later. What's the, Who's the go-to guy down there now? Mike Evans, I guess? Oh, yeah. Is that the jersey? Hall of Famer. What? Yeah. No. He's had 1,000 yards every year he's been in the NFL. So is every wide receiver to ever come up from now on. No. Mm-hmm. He's the first guy of what is the most obvious. He was obvious cutting the balls friend. from Jameis Winston. Evans is the Hall of Famer. I got to gotta sign off on that. Hold up. No, hold dude. on. Mike Evans is too. a Hall of Famer now. Hold he's up. already a Hall of Famer. He is not. You're yeah. outnumbered here, Fred. It's not, about, it's not about being outnumbered. It's about being a right. And every single wide receiver that plays the game now will have similar or dwarfing numbers to him because the game is involved in such a way. He just happened to be the first one. It's like how Matt Stafford got all these passing yards. He uh, sucks. Okay, uh, and if you don't get... Dak Prescott sucks. Uh, hey, if you don't get a Warren Sapp number 99 creamsicle jersey, yeah. you're not a Buccaneers fan. Mike Allstott. Back of the line, loser. The only thing that matters, Rondé Barber. I would get a Jameis Winston one. Well, pre or post LASIK? Uh, both. During. <laughs> so LASIK, LASIK Jameis, you know, he just hasn't had an opportunity. You got ruined. That 30-30 season he had was the best television. I love watching Jameis Winston. Three TDs, three picks every single game. Yeah, it yeah. was amazing. Fantastic. Good for emotion. Also, Warren Sapp. And Jameis Winston was the front runner for uh, MVP like two years ago at the the first week of the NFL season. <laughs> for week one, yeah, he had a great game. Odds on favorite week one. Who's That's mo- hilarious. Who's the most famous Buccaneer? Don't say Pirates. I'm talking like a football guy. I'm John not, Gruden. Don't hit no. me with like an explorer, please. I don't- <laughs> <laughs> it's Warren Sapp. Jacob's Blackbeard. <laughs> <laughs> John Gruden. Oh, it's not a bad answer. Okay. John Lynch would be in the list. So Tom Brady. Warren Sapp's the obvious answer. If you want to talk about, like, actual play, it's Derek Brooks. Derek Brooks is a – that's he's, a stud answer. He's the best one. Derek Brooks, all-time best Buccaneer. <sighs> but, like, the coolest one. The coolest one is Rob Gronkowski. Warren Sapp, bro. You can't – okay. No, the coolest one is Antonio Brown. Leonard Fournette. Huh, nice. Quit naming guys who were just there for one year. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Scotty Miller. <laughs> yeah, Scotty Miller. He was good in Madden. Oh, you know who it is? We're actually, this is no punchline. It's work done. Work he's, done is he's, the coolest. Well, I think I, I see more Atlanta Falcon from work done. No. Yeah, he's an Atlanta Falcon. Work done. I would agree with that. It's Warren Sapp. I would say I, it's probably Warren Sapp. I, I don't want to keep saying that over and over again, but it's Warren Sapp. Wasn't work done the the running back whenever they won the Super Bowl? I think he was. I'm looking it up. From friend of the show, he de- Joe. He definitely was. His wife had a 99 creamsicle sap jersey. So, boom, they already existed. How about that? That's like cool lingerie. <laughs> it's so hot. Work done was the running back for Tampa Bay whenever they won the Super Bowl. Work done is the best human being to ever live, and he came He's back and retired. Came back and retired with the Buccaneers. Okay. Well, you order a Warren Sapp. I mean, you order a Warwick Dunn. I'm going to order a Warren Sapp. Warwick Dunn has built so many homes for Habitat for Humanity. Warren Sapp has been fired from multiple jobs for soliciting prostitution. Allegedly. No. Okay. I'm going by results on the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you got to separate the art from the artist. That's yeah. Thank you, Jake. Work done, <laughs> lined up behind Mike Allstott and Brad Johnson. Uh huh. Was super. Thanks to Mike Allstott. Only work done is an Coat, option. Uh, coattails. Who else? Was, Keenan McCardell was out there. They had garbage out there. Like those team, like that team that won the Super Bowl was not a good like football team. They had Jamie Duncan. That's how they won defense. Even even Gruden got sloppy seconds from friggin' Tony Dungy. Yeah. Yeah. They won that Super Bowl because of Spider Y2 Banana. What is, what is that? It's a play. Is it about Simeon Rice? <laughs> no. Oh, is that... <laughs> It's just John Gruden. That's like the only thing John Gruden likes to run in the NFL. What is that I play? Call it Spider Y two Banana. <laughs> it's like the most complicated route running ever that no wide receiver or quarterback could get behind, and that, that he tried to do it in Las Vegas with or Oakland with Derek Carr and failed miserably with that one. You never saw that QB camp show he hosted. We all know the answer to that question. Oh gosh. <laughs> You'd have them all right up Spider Y2 Banana? Every every single time. I'm with you, Isaiah. Come on, Fred. Man. <laughs> all right. Well, hold on. Yeah, I look only up, watch look up the route. Television. Look up the route. I, guys, I've never one time been like, I think I'm going to sit down and watch Golden Tate explain what Spider Y2 Banana is to, who did we say it was? John Gruden. Like, I've never, ever thought that was a good idea to spend my time doing that. All right. I'm finding it right now. So obviously it's under center because no one runs that anymore. So that already makes sense. Offensively speaking, this play would never work unless you had Drew Brees. <laughs> uh, actually, I used to call this play on Madden. All it's well done, Madden. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole thing. It's a fly route on the left side, over the middle cross with your slot receiver. And the tight end drags. And, yeah, tight end drags, and then you got a running back in the slot. And I guess you can play action it because you would have to because that guy would need to go into blocking. Okay. That's not revolutionary. It's just a cool name. That I think that's what it is. And also, Gerald McCoy was cooler than John Gruden. You could get that jersey. I'm, uh, my, my, nice two best, my two best uh, bucks are Jameis and Antonio Brown, and I own both their jerseys. <laughs> you own an Antonio Brown Bucks jersey? I do. Wow. wow. Why? He won a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. He won a Super Bowl. You can't take that away from him. I love controversy. John Lynch is probably the guy. He's a good one. He'd be number three on my list. Behind? Warren Sapp. No. And Derek Brooks. Guys, it's work done, and it's John Lynch. Two stand-up dudes. They're, they both seem really great. For the first time in your life, why are you choosing the high-character guys? Also, why are you not <laughs> picking friend of the show, Rondé Barber? who we interviewed the day he got inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame. You'd have been fifth on my list. But what? Do you, come on now. Number one in your heart. Moral fiber. Yeah, he's a great dude. He made you eat chicken. He gave me chicken. I took a bite of chicken for Rondé Barber. That was wild. Yeah. Can't disappoint a Hall of Famer on his special day. There's a lot of Hall of Famers. Did I ever tell you that, Jake? No. We interviewed Rondé Barber the day he heard that he was going to be a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's awesome. And, That's he, and he made you eat chicken? And he made me eat chicken on his special day. On behalf of churches, the fine people at church's chicken. Yes. <laughs> and to be really fair. To be really fair. Isaiah. To be fair, Isaiah. Listen, Isaiah. Jesus, listen. <laughs> it's call and response. It's a thing we do. 
You're the producer. The, that church's chicken is the best chicken ever made. There's no way a church has made it. Or we could have just been really hungry from being at the Super Bowl the whole time. But I've never one time had church's chicken that was good. And I felt like that one was good. That good. Yeah. By the way, 505-246-0610. Well, the lovely people at Church's Chicken like to reach out. Fred will uh, <laughs> Fred will change his stance. I'll eat my words. Popeye's Airport. has got Church's beef. Speaking, oh, yeah. speaking of eating from the texture, yes. Van will put anything in his mouth for a Hall of Famer. You know why that chicken was so good that day? It's because they gave the absolute best chicken that they could make. They're not going to bring subpar chicken strips no. to Super Bowl Radio Row with Hall of Famer Rondé Barber and a at bunch, the helm. And a it bunch. definitely wasn't like a high schooler making that piece of chicken. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. They got like an executive chef for the day. Exactly. And if you look at the guys on Radio Row, there's a lot of dudes familiar with tendies. And if you give them poor tendies in front of microphones, it's going to go poorly. Absolutely. So they knocked it out the park. Just like Tampa Bay. Knocked it out the park with these creamsicle jerseys. They need to just change the pattern forever. Lean into it and then let those stupid dark red ones, those be the throwbacks. Your creamsicle every week, you got two red boys a year. The dark red ones that they currently wear suck. They're average. Those numbers are gross looking. Yeah, they're stupid. Do you remember when Philadelphia went to the dark green from that um, Kelly green that they had? Why? Stupid. Why divert from Kelly? You have such a good thing going. Seahawks did that. Well, Seahawks yeah. nailed it. No. Yes. Seahawks crushed. You're upsetting me. Seahawks got great unis. Seahawks have the best modern jerseys in the NFL. Gross. It's wrong. Absolute downgrade. They're so I'd rather fire. wear the Pittsburgh Steelers Bumblebee jerseys than those. Okay. First off, I'm punching you in the face <laughs> uh, during the commercial break. That's Or the Packers the, ones. Dim's fighting words. Whenever the St. Louis the Rams, ne- the neon piping on the Seahawks jerseys are fire. No, I just I don't think any grown man should wear neon. Same. I'm anti neon. Yeah, I don't even like people that that are highway workers. I had to I had to look <laughs> down and see what shoes I was wearing today. What? Why? Because you could be wearing. Neon I have shoes. like a couple pairs of shoes that have neon on them. Also, that was a joke. I very much appreciate people working on the highway. Yes, thank you, highway workers, yeah. and your neon. I think you should wear neon if you're... Safety reasons safety only. Reasons yeah. only. Yeah. If you're operating a forklift, wear neon. Hunters. Also neon. hunters. Yeah, neon. Sh- the you neon shoot your cousin. Right. Or yeah. the vice president. Or jumping jumping off of a sinking boat. Yeah. Or if you're like... Like the people that wear neon to the gym should all be arrested immediately. Okay, I'm not pro that. 12? I'm not anti that either, but I'm not pro neon at the gym. Zay, I feel like do you, you own stand it? out at the gym with the neon. Yeah, it's on, Zay, do you own neon? No. No, of course not. That was a stupid question. I'm sorry I asked it. <laughs> it's all right. It's terrible. It's the worst look. Just, Seattle's look is the worst look. Yeah, it's gross. Unlike the Utah Jazz with that neon yellow, that's fire. No, give it's me gross too. I do like the yellow Jazz jerseys. See, See those are sweet. I love those too. Give me all the Oren Ducks you got. Give me all of the Maryland Terrapins you got. Give me all the Seattle Seahawks you got. Give me all of the Arizona Diamondbacks you got. I love these jerseys. You only like Baylor because of Brittany Griner. Who's that? Remember we get back. <laughs> Major League Baseball. Um, I was going to say all of Major League Baseball. One specific team got bested by its fan base. 
And the word fan is not applicable here. Nope. We'll tell you about it when we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. This message. We came to play. We came to play. We came U.S. To Open play. starts tomorrow. We'll do all of our picks tomorrow. I got the, I got the best ones. I'd give a little spoiler. 505-246-0610. Or slip slide into the DMs at, at TalkABQ on Instagram, and I'll give you my hot takes. But all golf talk tomorrow. And when I say all, I mean one segment. That's <laughs> all it deserves. Isaiah, you can kill that. So the Oakland A's are on a winning streak, but the problem is it's too little too late. Whenever you're ready, Isaiah, you can just kill that. Eventually. I slowly turn it down or just turn just it off. Just pan it out. Just take your time. Either way. He really likes this song. Yeah, he's like super like I don't blame him. This is one of the best ones. Yeah, help us out here, Isaiah. This is like a jock jam. <laughs> we came to Isaiah play. Isaiah is a jock, and he likes to jam. Yeah, just hit fade. Just got to hit fade. You got it? You're the best. I think it's off now. Yeah, I was talking to boss man, my guys. Oh, that's okay. That's all right. He's multitasking back there. Got to handle things. Don't, put, don't put pressure on him. We're just gonna, it's about the business. Yeah. So the Oakland A's got a bunch of fans. Well, had, I guess. And not really. They've never really had fans. Like, if we're being like, if we're having a real honest moment. Not since the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. I mean, I guess they put like 50,000 in there one time for a playoff game. They, they went to the playoffs one time when there were no fans allowed during COVID. So that was kind of a weird thing. More people have seen Moneyball than actually seeing an Oakland A's game oh, in person. 100%. That's mm-hmm. true. That's every, yeah. No one goes to Alameda County. What but, is that? Is that where Oakland is? That's what, That's the name of the thing, Alameda County Coliseum. Why'd they name it that? It's, the county owns it. It's a dumb name. Well, like, I'm not going to name any venues here in Albuquerque that are owned by the state, but when a state entity owns your thing. Oh, they just dial it in. They don't care. Oh, they dial it in. They don't try. Oh, for sure. And it's coming back to bite Oakland in the butt. And Oakland tried. Excuse me. The Athletics tried for the longest time to get a new stadium. And Oakland just kept saying, nope, 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 nope. And now for some reason, the fan base has turned on the ownership group. What? So they put a staggering 25,000 boys a day game for the St. Louis Cardinals. Like, they put 25,000. A place that will hold 60,000 people. And they all wore their highest attendance in like three years. Yeah. It's probably how many people go to a A's game in a season so far. Yeah. It's, yeah I mean, yeah. the tracks. And they all put together their own like fundraised, privately funded shirts that just, they were green, just said white letters sell or mm-hmm. whatever. And during the fifth inning, they just start chanting. Sell the team. A while. Sell the team. A while. Sell the team. Nothing's better than when a fan base goes after ownership. I relate to that on a spiritual level with James Dolan and the Knicks. So oh, sure. I'm pro this unboycott. I love it. I mean, the, the last time the A's fans did something cool is when they're playing air saxophone out in right field for Josh Reddick when he came out to a Careless Whisper by Wham. Great song, too. Yeah, classic. It's not a great song. That's either. the last great thing they did. Took a while, but welcome back, A's fans. <laughs> you did something cool. I'm proud of you. 
I hope they change their name in Vegas. And color scheme and everything, right? Yeah. Just start fresh. They didn't last time give, they moved. Give Oakland a chance to start their franchise over in a few years, the next expansion. Because the A's, historically, they're, they're kind of cool. They're all right. Like the Bash Brothers, late 80s, early 90s. Ricky Henderson played for them like 12 times. <laughs> 12 different times. <laughs> I mean, the A's from the 70s. This is cool teams. But what they did to that county, to that stadium, to that fan base, that franchise, I mean, the inventors of sabermetrics, the inventors of Moneyball, their collapse has been hard to watch. Really bad. This is sad. The last time they moved, they did not make these changes you're talking about. But I know it was different at that time. I know it was like... Right. Can't like you didn't have the money to change stationery or whatever, so right. you just didn't. They wore they wore jerseys that said Philadelphia for like eight years. Isn't that wild? <laughs> Got to save the money. They did at the time, yeah. I mean that that's I kind of respect that too about their ownership too. The penny well, pension, guys, it was so long ago though. I mean, it's not like it's not like, and it seems like it's official. Official. I mean, it's been in limbo for a while, but. I mean, Nevada passed the funding for the stadium. So they're doing their part. So this is done. It's going to be like the third or second smallest stadium in baseball, too. Because they know no one's going to come. No, no one's going to come. It's just going to be a tourist attraction. Every seat will get bought by, like, a corporation. It'll be that kind of thing. There it is. Yeah. All the boxes. Every single one. Yeah. That's the, lo- around the Maple Leafs are. It's just a bunch of corporate C-suites. Really? Yeah. Mm. Like 40% of the people that go to a Toronto Maple Leafs game are like businessmen. You don't have to have the most seats. You just have to have the right seats. Right. And those are what? Air conditioned because you're in Vegas. Like that's the one that makes the most sense. They're going to have a retractable dome? Why? If the three of us plus... So the- many people are going to die of heat stroke? Well, I don't want anyone to die. At, like, I don't really want to die either. I'm, I'm not rooting for it. I'm well, saying it happens on the strip. Uh, just because everybody just gets drunk yeah, and that's forgets drugs. about water. That, that's alcohol and drugs. You ever seen? Okay. It's, I mean, I'm going to drink at a baseball game, guys. It's not oh, yeah, of course. But when they have a retractable roof, it's like only like six inches. Like just, <laughs> just, let, just a little bit of light in. It's a little breezy, like, boy. Just a little natural light. They didn't accidentally have special sessions to approve all this stuff. I mean, it's, it's done, done. Yeah. I want them to change their name to Vegas Aces and just take the WNBA team name. Or let them keep it. Let them both be it. You could have asked me yesterday. Didn't know. Who's the Aces? What, the minor league baseball team? I thought that was it. Yeah. Because they used to be that, right? That's what my understanding was. Yeah. You know, we're going to talk more baseball with Josh Sushan whenever we get back from the break. Let's go. Ice Topes are on the road today. They're on the road for like two straight weeks, man, which is just it's a bummer. Yeah. But I miss the lab. They're in Tacoma. We'll talk to Josh about the day game yesterday. We'll talk about what it takes. I mean, I go, what are we going to ask about? Like, hang on. What do you pack for two weeks on the road? I, what do you ask? Welcome back to the program. Thanks. Joining us on the program. Thank you to technology all the way from the West Coast, the best coast. Friend of the show, voice of your Albuquerque Ice Serbs, Josh Sushan. Josh, welcome, brother. What is Good evening. What's happening? Oh, just talking about the A's and their fans, and it was a really good turnout at the Coliseum the other day. 
You guys were a whole lot meaner the previous segment when I was not talking to you about the A's. Now you're all like, oh, no, we're just talking about how great the A's fans are. You weren't that way last segment. The, uh, there's a bunch of them there. They showed up to support. Big 2-1 win over Tampa Bay. Seven in a row. Just a good little, good little ball club out there. Are, are, you, are you guys going to do the show from... Um, during the playoffs, you guys gonna you guys gonna go and do the show from the Coliseum, or are you gonna do it from the hotel or from the parking lot with all the drummers, or where are you guys gonna do the show from when no, the A's are in the postseason? The AAA playoffs when they're relegated out of Major League Baseball is that what That's you're talking? That's not a thing. That's only in the English <laughs> Premier League. But fun fact: the Pacific Coast League playoffs will be held. And actually, the the AAA National Championship game will be held literally in Las Vegas. Oh. Ooh. Oh, book it. What's the day? Pacific Coast League playoffs will take place in Oklahoma City because Ugh. they have, I think, like any second, they're about to clinch the first half title. But the AAA playoffs, single game playoff, will be held in Las Vegas. But I, where are you I guys going to do the Oakland A's postseason show from? Well, we can do it from the – normally we're worried about noise, but we should be able to do it from the Coliseum because it'll be really quiet. So it mm-hmm. should be fine. So we'll just go out there. You can do it from the bleachers. That's the last place quietest place might be like right behind home plate those fans in right field are there's something they are intense they're loud the the amount of logistics it took for all these fans to get together with all these fans i guess thank you twitter i don't know what to say to be able to run a, a promotion outside of the team and have so many people show up and be in unison this is like I think the first time I've ever seen this big of an impact from a fan base. Is, is, yeah, ser- seriously, like, have you guys ever heard of any fan base, any sport, anywhere, raising their own money for a giveaway item? I can't recall no, no. at all. Like a GoFundMe for a fan or something like that, but never this instance. It's unique. The first thing I could really think of was, like, the protest in Egypt. <laughs> and I was like, that's similar. Like, that was Twitter. Are you talking about the Arab Spring? Yes. That was the closest You're comparing example. the Arab Spring to Oakland Athletics fans? The use of Twitter to mobilize the masses. Yes. It's pretty much the same fight Seems and cause. Like, is that the same, Josh? <laughs> Overruling yeah, 100%, the 100%, yes. <laughs> yeah. They both are moving to deserts, so there is that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the, the, the part that's cool about it is they're like, hey, you know, they're like, you know, Ace fans are proud, and they're like, hey, you know, a bunch of people are saying that we don't support the team, and that's not the case. Our issue is the ownership, so we need to do something that shows this. And they could have said, like, all right, let's do the Friday night when the Yankees come to town, and we'll, we'll pack it up. And they're like, no, let's take the most random night. Let's pick a random Tuesday against the Tampa Bay Rays, and they picked this night before the Rays were good, or they knew how good they would be. So let's just see how many people we can get. So it's pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. I was into it. And also, now that the team's good, it's kind of like, are they rallying because the fans are rallying? It's like Ooh. you can find, like, all these storylines behind the A's that simply weren't there, um, you know, 10 days ago. Yeah. Um, did you see, I think it was in the fifth inning, maybe it was in the sixth inning, and it, this was all orchestrated where they said at the start of the inning, we're all going to stand and not say a word for the first yeah, batter. it was sweet. And then when the first batter when that is complete then we're going to start chanting sell the team and it was so loud that the pitcher on the mound is like i can't you know i can't hear the pitch come he thought it wasn't working and then they got out to the mound they realized oh no it is working he just couldn't hear it because the crowd was was yelling sell the team so loud super sweet 
super sweet in every single way. How's Tacoma? How's the boys on the road? It's overcast, and uh, I mean, it's 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 like the most stereotypical Pacific Northwest Northwest weather ever, right? It's like overcast. It's like some moisture in the air. It feels like it's about to rain, but it's not raining. Um, it's very pleasant. I love the trees. I love all the green. I love the fresh air. Love it all. Very happy. Just need a win or two. Well, it hasn't been the most wins in a row. Is it six in a row right now? All of our best players are in Denver. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's factual. You know, I mean, Nolan Jones, Coco Montes, Brenton Doyle, and Elaris Montero. Those were our more four most prolific players. Ryan Servin's been our best catcher. He's in the big leagues, too. So that's basically like you take the five best players on the isotopes, and they're all with the Rockies. So it's hard to, I mean, like the boys are, you know, we still got some guys who can play, who can hit, who can do their thing. Michael Tolley is hot. It's fun Stud. to see that. Yep. But, um, you know, it, it, when your five best players are in the majors, it's tough to score a lot of runs. How's new friend of the show, big number zero, Mr. Everything, Hunter Stovall doing? Hunter Stovall just keeps grinding away, you know. And what, what I love about Stovall is like game one of the series, like you just look at him. And it's like, oh, let's just challenge this guy with fastballs. And then he just Mm-mm. hit here, hit there, you know. Um, you know, Stovall should get a lot more playing time with Coco Montez in the big leagues. And it's not like he was right in the bench. I mean, he, right. you know, but he wasn't playing every day. Now, we have Alan Trejo back, but Trejo's going to play short. So I think Stovall's going to get a lot of playing time at second base. So it's a chance for him to, like, really get into a rhythm because – I mean, he's hitting 308 and a 398 on base, and that's hard to do when you don't play every day. And he's going to play a whole lot here in wasn't, days. Wasn't overly recruited or scouted because of his short stature, but jokes on you, world. He's an inch taller than Jose Altuve. Oh, <laughs> hey, short kings matter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Good job, that's super okay. baby. Hey, boy. You were talking a little bit about Michael Tolia. Did he hit his tenth yesterday? Am I keeping count right? Yes, he hit his tenth. Uh, back-to-back games that he has homered. He so he's from here, right? He went to Gig yeah. Harbor High School, and I know you guys did this uh, yourselves, but it's nine point four miles from Historic Cheney Stadium to Gig Harbor idiot. High School. Van, Van had nine five. We said he was an idiot. Okay, yeah, yeah. Come on, clean it up there. Man. I'm no Rand McNally, boys. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean he tore it up when we came back here last year, and did it again yesterday with a home run. Yeah, I mean he's from here and. It seems like everywhere he turns around, there's, like, somebody who knows him from high school or someone who knows him from Little League. You know, I'm just, like, talking to different people around here. And I'm like, oh, you know, where are you from? And they're like, oh, Gig Harbor. And I'm like, oh, you must know Tolly. I was like, well, I know his younger brother. We played against each other. I did a camp once, and Tolly was, like, one of the counselors. So like, I feel like everyone at this ballpark knows him. So did the pitching staff just set out a bunch of lounge chairs and smiles on their faces, sipping cocktails now that they're down at sea level? They're definitely happy. <laughs> uh, it's 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 sea level and it's also it's cooler, right? I mm. mean, it was it was sixty one degrees at first pitch yesterday, boys. I think it's only going to be like sixty four right at first pitch tonight. You know, so and then like the wind was wind usually blows in here. This is where pitchers are really happy. I remember talking to some guys in the past, and they're like, "Oh yeah," and they're they're like looking ahead, and they're like, "Okay, well." You know, if I start this day, then that means that it guarantees that I'm going to pitch in Tacoma. Back when we had four-game series, you wanted to make sure that you were not the guy who missed out on pitching in Tacoma. So you're you know, saying I now, should bet on the unders. 
yeah. of, of these uh, minor league games for the next little week here. That's the little run right there. Nice. Who's Normally, the- like, you don't want to start game one and game six of the series because it's tough to, like, face the same team twice in six mm. days. But when you come to Tacoma, you're like, yep, I'll do that. Sweet. Give me Tuesday and give me Sunday. Who's on the pregame? On the pregame is Mike Curdo. He's the uh, he's the Josh of the Tacoma Rainiers. And oh, okay. we talked about the quirkiness of this ballpark. So it's 425 feet to straightaway center. Oh, and there's like a batter's eye that is in play. It's like 35 feet high. And there's only two guys who have ever hit it over that batter's eye in a game. And this ballpark opened in 1960. So we talked about that. And then um, the light towers here from old Seal Stadium in San Francisco. That's like the old Pacific Coast League, San Francisco Seals. And that's where the Giants played when they moved from New York for the first four years. And, like, it's crazy. They put these light structures, these light towers on a truck and trucked them from San Francisco to Tacoma when they built this place. And they've been here ever since. Some good, fun quirkiness. First off, Tacoma Rainiers don't have a Josh. They have a diet Josh yeah, have, yeah. at best. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Also, here's a weird one. I, whenever I used to run a park and rec years ago in St. Louis, Missouri, I bought the foul... Uh, netting from Wrigley Field and put it up as netting at a golf course because they take down the netting every year and replace it. So oh, they really? so, they sold it to us for like next to nothing and we built a like a fair or a driving range. So kind of really? wild, super wild. Yeah. Speaking of fun ballparks, uh, this is we didn't prepare you for this, Josh. I went to the Oscar Huber Memorial Ballpark in Madrid the other day. Have you guys been to this? I have not. That's the one that's right off the Turquoise Trail, right? Yeah, it's right off. Mm-hmm. This thing was wild. Yeah, I, yeah, I have been there a couple of times. There, all the townies were telling me these like wild stories about how it was the first lighted ballpark like west of the Mississippi and Babe Ruth had a dinger there and it just kept getting more fabulous and fabulous every person I talked to and I was like well I need Josh Sushan to write a book about this so this is me putting you on the spot Josh this there is go. this was the coolest place I had ever been so it is true that it was the first lights west of the Mississippi <laughs> of course you that, know that <laughs> yeah that, that's definitely true um, I don't know about the part about Babe Ruth. I do know that they were like it used to be that there was like these barnstorming tours that would go through in the off season because guys wanted to make money and so they barnstormed. So it wouldn't totally shock me if Babe Ruth did that. But I know that there ha- there was barnstorming through the years a few years ago. And when I say a few, that might have been ten years ago. There was like, oh, we need to like get this ballpark back up to back up to code and play like some youth games here and all that. And I don't think that's happened though. I feel like I'm the guy to make it happen. I usually only do bar brawls with bikers when I'm in Madrid. <laughs> You've never gone this far down because you come you come from the the south. That's correct. Yeah, this is on the north end of town. Well, well, well. <laughs> kind of a cool thing. Got something new to explore. Yeah, uh, I've never even heard of this place. <laughs> Josh, have a good broadcast tonight. Thank you. I'll talk to you guys uh, tomorrow. Thanks, or Josh. Will I? Well, I'll talk to you at some point. I'll figure it out. All right, yeah. tracks. <laughs> so very good, Jake. Final words. Uh, hi, mom. Always not bad. Excellent, Isaiah. Good job today. Van, anything we missed? Too much for the time a lot of my friend. Everything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff and JJ. Oh, I like that a lot. Good job, everyone. GG. See you from ABQX tomorrow, Burke.